All right, this is what y'all been waiting for. You ready? Yo, what's good, y'all? What's good, hip hop? It's your boy Rob Diggy in the building. Another episode of the transformation of hip hop from years 2010 to 2019. This is the fourth stop on our journey, and we're talking about uh, one of my favorite MCs. MC is the key word. MC is the key word here, ladies and gentlemen, and that is Meek Mill. Um, and for, to help me along with this, of course, is the hip hop connoisseur Chuck Platinum who's making his fifth appearance on the platform. I bring him in here in just a little bit, uh, but I want to get out some admin notes real fast. First off, let's shout out to all of our followers, supporters all over the world. Let's tune in, listen in, either watching and or, or listening. Uh, right now, I have on a Transformers shirt with Starscream on the front, and you want to know why that is? It's because Starscream was the lieutenant of Megatron, and Meek Mill is the lieutenant of Rick Ross. So that's the reason why I'm putting that parallel together. Anybody's wondering, like, man, Rob got on a dope Starscream shirt on. Well, first off, I love Transformers, you know what I mean? So that's just that. So just shout out to all of our uh, 80s babies that, <laughs> that watch Transformers, you know what I mean, on a, on, during the week they after school. That's what I used to watch it. But um, but yeah, that's a, the parallel to that. But this episode, man, I definitely want to give a quick shout out to Shaw Cypher. Um, raw stories out right now. I told that brother I was gonna support him, man. He got a dope project out. You guys, you'll see here, flash up the graphic and everything. Y'all go out there, um, go to Apple, Apple, Apple Store or wherever you get your music, Spotify, wherever it is, is out there. Support that brother, man. The project is dope, Shaw. So thank you. He's a DGA2 alumni. They want to give him some showing some love real quick. But without further ado, I'm gonna bring in my special guest making his fifth appearance. On the Diggy A2 platform, Mr. Award winning producer of the year. He's up for another award this year for producer of the year. Mr. Chuck Platinum is in the building. Let me bring Chuck in so you all can see him. Chuck, what's good? Say hello to the folks, man. Make sure you unmute yourself, good. brothers, if we can hear you. Go ahead, man. Introduce what's good? To the audience. What's good? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chuck Platinum, we in the building, man. Nova K Billionaires, we in the building with my brother Rob Diggy, man. You already know BACG Gang, Be Safe album coming out April 11th, man. April 10th is our BH listening party, man. BX stand up. Shout out to the gang. Shout out to the team. Shout out to my brother, uh, Prince Newkirk, who was hanging out with me, man. Uptown Nation 30th anniversary. We live here once again with my brother, Rob Diggy, man, doing this Meek Mill episode, man. I'm happy to be here, and it's a blessing, brother. Word, no man. Matter of fact, it's so classy, in fact. You know what, Chuck? I had to bring out a glass of wine for this, man. I had to bring out a glass oh, of wine. I had to get no with. I, I was drinking. I've been you know, drinking Henny all morning. Yeah, well, I, you know, I ran out, so I had to go with what was in the refrigerator. You know, when you when you, <laughs> you got to go with what's in the fridge. You know, what I mean, I said, you know what? This is a classic event. I'm talking to a classy gentleman here. Let me bust out the wine yes, real sir. quick in Moscato. So shout out to all of yes, our classy sir. folks out there. You know, I usually have a. a some hen dog with me, what I usually drank, but you know, yeah. we're gonna do a classy for Meek Mill, you know what I mean? So let's jump yeah. right into it, man. Meek Mill, cool, all man. right. So here's the facts yes, Meek Mill, uh, one time Billboard Award winner, one time BT Hip Hop Award winner. Uh, the first time I heard Meek Mill was on a song back in 2011, um, with him and Rick Ross called Tupac's Back. Uh, when I heard mm -hmm. that, I was like, yo, like this, this is something new, this is something different I never heard of before. Then he came back later where I'm a boss. I'm a boss remix with Rick Ross. And then he went ahead and signed to uh, the imprint uh, with MMG with uh, Maybach Music. And he released his first studio album, Dreams and Nightmares, released in October 2012. The title track, I already know what it is. Uh, Gold Release and God We Trust, Young and Getting It, uh, Believe It with Rick Ross again. Amen with the song with him and Drake. And then, of course, Burn with Sean, Big Sean at the end of that. 
Um, and then in 2015, he dropped the next album, Dreams Worth More Than Money, which was his first platinum album. Uh, the ones I picked up of there was classic. All Eyes on You with him and Nicki Minaj when him and Nicki was dating when Chris Brown on there too. Uh, Rico, we're gonna we're, we're gonna come come back to Rico. Rico was significant to the Meek Mill story because that's what sparked the beef between him and Drake. So we'll talk about that here yep. um in a little bit. Yep. Um, ambitions. Um, check. Um, and then bad for you, bad for you when Nicki Minaj and then stand up. And then what happened was um you know he has a beef with him and Drake for a little bit. And to me, and I know Chuck knows this too, Meek Mills dropped 11 mixtapes. But the one that right. I love the most is DC4. DC4 is the one that I picked out of all okay. the mixtapes. Uh, I like when it starts out on the regular, you know how froze it is with Uzi Burt and Nicki Minaj. And then the yeah. Tony Story, yeah. uh, the Tony Story series number three is on that mixtape. And I think that the Tony Story, yeah. we'll talk about it in a little bit, um, was just him doing extraordinary storytelling like really really putting right. the tony story series one two and three just phenomenal work uh for meek mill uh and then you know that's like i said he got love mixtape that's when i picked that out of the stack uh then he comes out with wins and losses in 2017 title song of course uh this one where we're uh, the song of what you want uh him chris brown and ty dollar sign with the tony 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 sample uh going back to those yeah, days 1942 flows we ball with young thug and then uh, I think it's called Connect the Dots, which is another verse from Rick Ross. I believe that Rick Ross, when he features on Meek Mills, like he he he's like, yo, I'm still the captain. You're the lieutenant. Like, I think his like right. Rick Ross, when he gets on a Meek Mill track, I listen to all this stuff this week. I'm like, yo, Rick Ross is just elevated his like he elevates the game when he does a feature. Then what happens? Right. Like, what happens to Meek Mill after that? He goes away for a little bit. He gets he has to pick, he has to sit down for about five months. He violated his parole, went to jail for about five months, comes back with championships in November of 2018. In my opinion, championships is Meek Mill's best album in his catalog. Um, I got so, yes. there's a lot of hits on there. You got intro, you got trauma, uh, which was the sample from the mob deep um song on trauma. Uh I think we have another one called what's it called uh Otme. I can't, I can't be my own hand right right now. Something on me, but the Cardi B verse is dope on there. Uh, what's beef with Jay Z and Rick Ross, which is the sample from Biggie. What's beef? Uh, what's free? I'm sorry. What's free is the song. What's beef is the sample. Uh, respect the game. Another Jay Z sample. Championships. The title track. Going bad featuring Drake. Twenty four seven featuring LMA. I mean, oodles, noodles, oodles, noodles. Um, uh, baddies, dangerous, and then. Cold Heated 2, which he drops a line, Derrick Rose on a 50-point night. I mean, Meek Mill, man, like this dude. Yeah. This dude is this dude is is, is the truth, man. So that's all yeah. I got in regards to the facts. Uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome back to the platform. Mrs. Chuck Platinum, the hip-hop connoisseur. And Chuck, how do I want to start yes, this, man? Like, I'm thinking, like, when you think about Meek Mill, man, like, what is, what is the, what's the, how do you feel the first time you heard about Meek Mill? And then talk to me about his early career. Like, what are some of the right. early songs that resonate with you when you first heard me? Um, for me, like, you, you said exactly what it was. Uh, it, you know, for me, it was the Tupac back. Um, I started getting tuned to Meek Mill. I wasn't really familiar with him as far as, because me, I'm a Rick Ross fan. 
So I wasn't really, to be very honest with you, I wasn't familiar with him from, you know, I'm not going to sit here and cap and say, you know, yeah, I was going back to the Flamers days now. Nah, that, that wasn't my <laughs> yeah. time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm sure for his hardcore Philly fans, that was something that was revered at that time. But for me, it was I'm a boss and um, Tupac back. And just hearing him as an artist and, and like, learning his story um, really was was captivating about Meek Mill. Um, he had a different type of voice. His voice was different. It was pretty kind of high tone. Yeah. Um, but he was spitting and he was confident about what he was saying. Yeah. And I just really just like loved his cadence. And I loved how he would go over those Jalil beats. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, his earlier catalog. So Meek Mill to me is one of the greatest, one of the young spitters. He's definitely up there with Drake. He's definitely up there with all the J. Coles and the Drakes yeah. and all of that. He he needs to be celebrated just like that. I'm a I'm an avid Meek Mill fan. I think he's a dope person, dope human being, what he does in the community. Oh, for sure. Yeah. How he is with his children and just a person who he is. I love watching his interviews. So yeah, I'm I'm actually very proud to be a part of this because just like I love Rick Ross. I love Meek Mill, yo. Meek Mill yeah. is dope. He's a yeah, dope Yeah, I remember, I remember we're hearing Tupac back. <laughs> Tupac back. I'm two Glock strack running out of Philly. It's the new Iraq. I was like, yo, right. that, was, right. that was so mean. Right. I was like, yo, that was right. so mean. <laughs> and he was young, young. He like was young, 20, yeah. Like early 20s type shit. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. But yeah, he was, he was young and spitting like that. Like he was crazy. Like dope. Yeah, like just dope, crazy, like, man. Like I remember, pop, like to your pop. point, to your point, um, Chuck. Like I, you know, I, I think about you know Rick Ross and how he, like he, he kind of molded. I, th- I want to say he was with a different camp before that. I can't remember what it was on top of my head, but then he joined MMG, yeah. and then it really took him, you know, uh, you know, to the yeah, the triple height. C's. Yeah. Okay. Triple okay. C's. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Yeah. Oh no, 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 not Meek Mill. Meek. That was Rick Ross. I'm sorry. But yeah, Meek Mill was like part with uh, you know, he was kind of with um, with uh, what's my what's my man Gilly, and all of them too. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like he was okay. rocking out with them. But nah, he definitely yeah yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah yeah. So talk to me, Chuck, about dreams and nightmares for a minute. So you know when we go back and we think about all the great hip hop albums of all time, right. all hip hop right. albums that are great start out with a dope ass you know, title, not title track or intro track. Dreams and Nightmares is probably in the top 10 um, of all time. But just that song, how it starts out slow and then he picks it up. Like, I've never really heard anything like that or nothing like that since. Um, Talk to me about that when you heard Dreams and Nightmares for the first time. Those of y'all going to have any context about that, it's one of Meek Mill's signature songs, what I will say. So Mm -hmm. let me Mm -hmm. me get your opinion about that, Chuck, about Dreams and Nightmares, Mm -hmm. the, the track itself. Absolutely. That that track right there, Dreams and Nightmares, was like the the beginning of a series of things that he had continued on later in his career. The build up, you know what I'm saying? It was just like the build up. Um, Watching him in his shows is something that he's, you know, like I said, he's definitely revered on, Um, you know, just kind of like it was it was it was. I remember hearing that album because I was waiting for that album after hearing his mixtapes. I think he was up to DC three right, at that right. point by the time he came out with uh, 
you know, the dreams and nightmares. So we was waiting for that. Mm-hmm. And for me, it sounded exactly what I would expect it from, from a debut album. It was dope. He was, you know, he sounded hungry. Yeah. And uh, yeah, th- that, that intro, that was hunger. Yes. That was hunger. That was hunger. That was really like, I will chew your head off type shit. And yeah. that's why I fuck yeah. with Meek Mill. Cause he's, his confidence is on a hundred. I love his confidence. His confidence and, alone makes me listen to his music. Yeah, and and the reason why I chose Starscream for this shirt, if anybody knows the story of the of the Transformers cartoon series, Starscream was another confident dude, right? Just confident, always trying to take over the throne and stuff like that. And Meek Mill's hunger, it's like it reminds me of Starscream. It reminds me of this guy. You know right. what I mean? So it's like it's like yo, like I wanted to just put something out for the episode this week. I was like, I was thinking about Meek Mill, and I was like, you know, looking in my uh, my closet, and I was like. Yo, that's it. That's that's the shirt I got yeah. to put on to represent Meek Mill because he that's was so dope. confident and like he was yeah. so hungry. And when you hear his pain and his stories right. and like as he got better as an MC. Now, mind you, I did in the very yeah. beginning of this, you guys, I said that he was an MC. And right. I think there's a difference between being a rapper and being an MC. And right. Meek Mill, you know, during that time in the 20 teens, like really carved his own lane. Like he didn't really yes, follow someone else's formula. He kind of carved all. his own path. And that brings me to his next album, his only platinum album, or second first platinum album, I'm sorry, uh, Dreams Are Worth More Than Money, released in June of 2015. Uh, so that one had all eyes on you. He was dating, you know, Nicki Minaj and Chris Brown. Um, and the one of the things that kind of brought him <laughs> uh, some attention was the song he did with Drake called Rico. Now, the reason why that's significant to Meek Mill's story, ladies and gentlemen, is because when he calls out Drake, on, on Rico, he calls him out because he said that Drake was ghostwriting or didn't write his own lyrics. And that, of course, right. sparked the controversy between the beef of Meek Mill and Drake. So if I remember correctly, Chuck, um, OK, Drake comes out with Charged Up, right? Just kind of just, just throwing it out there. You know how we do right. Throw a little stuff out there. Meek Mill doesn't respond. So what does Drake do? He brings out back to back like three or four days later and just like... <laughs> And I think he just like bodies, right. like really bodies the beef. Like, I mean, even though, uh, you know, Meek Mill came back with I Want to Know, I think it was too late. Like, he already dropped two bombs yeah. on him back to back. And it was kind of hard. He definitely did. But talk to me about your experience, Chuck. What was your, you know, what your opinion about the beef between him and, and Drake? Nah, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, you know, I'm always talking as a hip hop fan. You know what I'm saying? Drake definitely um, outsmarted him on that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he definitely did that um just with the lines and back to back. Yeah. Um, just with the, you know what I'm saying? Like how he approached him. It was on some classy. So the fact that Meek Mill didn't really respond at Tom, that really kind of like made me question him, you know what I'm saying? As far yeah. as on that battle scale, because I'm like, you when I go back to your old stuff, this is you as a wolf out there. Yeah. So what made Drake different, you know what I'm saying? And why was this young man able to outsmart you like that? And do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, yeah, he got the redemption back with a dope album with championship. But when you got with Drake, I always question as to why didn't you go at Drake? Because Drake is, I think Drake is dope, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I think Meek Mill could have took him. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he could have definitely took him, like, as far as on some battle shit. And it could have been fun. And y'all could have still made up. And still made that song that y'all made. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. it was a dope effort. Yeah, yeah, no question. But it just to me, it did, it did, it did, it didn't seem kind of real to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just feel like 
Drake was testing you and you didn't even jump in the pool with that. Yeah, man. It makes it so bug, right? Like Meek Mill comes from a battle rap background. That's how he got into that's, hip-hop. That's so that. Exactly. Like, so it goes right into your point. Like if you're a battle rapper, someone coming, someone's coming at you. And and to me, I think <laughs> I think when you were shooting darts at, you know, at the at the great ones, you know, what I mean, like yeah. you know, I'm not saying that. That Drake is the greatest, but right now, probably for the past 10 years, I don't think no nah, one he's been running shit. Yeah, Drake I mean, no, no one's no one's touching Drake, man. I'm, I'm nobody, sorry. Nobody, not even Meek Mill. I'm not, sorry yeah, that yeah, he's yeah, on his like, own <laughs> podcast, but we here to be honest, right? Yeah, yeah. We gotta so, be honest with the audience. We gotta you be honest. You gotta be you know, honest. Drake, Drake is smashing everybody right now. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah. Hove, all of them. Yeah, Drake I is agree. smashing everybody. You know what I'm agree. saying? Drake is that nigga. Excuse me. I, I agree. I'm sorry. I, no, I agree. I'm sorry. No, I agree. He's, My, he's you know what I'm saying? He's taking facts. Yeah, he's like he's Drake facts. is that dude. Like that that fucking um album, the 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 last album that that Drake released. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that was fire. And I'm not going against Meek Mill, but I'm just saying like the championship was a vibe, but Drake knows how to make some crazy music, you know what he I'm does. saying? And he does. you know what I mean? So, you know, and in that essence, yeah, he did get Meek Mill in that battle. You know what I'm saying? Whether people want to admit it or not, I'm a hip hop <laughs> connoisseur. So I'm going to tell the truth. But at the end of the day, me, it doesn't stop Meek Mill from making incredible music and me listening to his music. Absolutely. So which brings you to my next point. Let's fast forward to 2018. Uh, actually, let's go fast forward to let's go back here. 2017. Meek Mill has to go right. sit down for a little bit. He got right. to go sit down for a little bit and do his bid. Right. Um, he had help, you know, from everybody. Uh, I see free Meek shirts and everybody wanted to get yeah. Mill out of jail. Um, yeah. so shout out to Meek Mill for keeping his head up, you know, during his time right. being sat down. But when he comes right. out of jail, when he come when he comes out, Chuck, he makes championships, right. which is an right. exceptional. Album right. exceptional. Right. I don't use that word right. a lot. It's an exceptional right. album. His best right. body of work. It goes platinum. Yes. And yes, I want to talk to you, Chuck, about one. First off, you mentioned a little bit earlier before we started taping about what Meek does with the community. Talk to me about right. his influence on um injustice, justice reform. You know, he has used yeah. an advocate about that and being big yeah. in the community because he had to sit down himself a little bit. But right. talk to me about what he means to. Justice reform and brothers that are spending time in jail and things like that. What is your yeah, opinion about that? Um, I have a big opinion on that. I think that that is wonderful um, because him, since he was a teenager, excuse me, being in different, um, you know, uh, situations with the system, yeah. um, him being able, he was an example. You know what I'm saying? Like he was, he was used as an example, um, even when he was going through the stuff with the judge and stuff like that, like they was really trying to put him under. And unfortunately for a lot of our brothers that's incarcerated, um, he was in a situation where he already had the juice before he went to jail. Yeah. So it, it allowed him the opportunity to kind of, you know, he didn't know that these resources were coming to him, right. but it was just the blessings of all his hard work. Yeah. And, you know, when he was in that situation, that was very tough being that. But, you know, he was able to live through that because he was real in his music right. and he did what he had to do. And he came out and he dealt with people like Michael Rubin. You know what I'm saying? These are multi-billionaires. These right. are people that he didn't ask. Kevin Hart, he didn't ask these people to support him. You know what right. I'm saying? It's just they saw his vision of what he was going through. So it's a mixture of blessing. It's a mixture of purpose. Perfect. It's a mixture of passion. And I think that that taught him a lesson as well as a young entrepreneur 
you know, he was going through his own struggles. Like a lot of times me, I, I watch his stories. I watch his posts and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm really not a watcher like that. But this young brother goes through a lot, taking care of his family, yeah. dealing with people who he came up with that may have did him dirty and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to really listen to his music. It's a lot of pain. So with that, and I'm sure we're going to get it, championships was like for me to overcome into that. Yes. And he yes. used certain songs like the sample with Jay-Z, like, you know, the songs, all the, all of the songs on there, because championships is one of my favorite. I also love expensive pain as well. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think uh, expensive pain was a dope follow up to something as great as, cause it was new. It was fresh. We're not there yet, but I'm right. just saying as a prelude championships was a wonderful album because it was well put together you could tell that he had a lot of people believing in him, yep. but more important, he was feeling what he had went through, and yep. you could hear like I came out of that, yeah, like I came out of that, and this is the validation that I received because I came out of that, and you don't know what I'm going through to have to come out of that. And he opened the doors for the guys like Benny the Butcher, you know, Griselda, sure. all of those people that have been incarcerated and could tell their story and make sure, it in music. Mick Meek Mill was the pioneer that. That's, yeah, yeah. I, that's why I love Meek Mill. I don't think there's anything left to be said about that, Chuck. You hit it right, the, the nail on the head, man. And, uh, you know, I think what he's doing and continuing to do with justice reform, uh, you know, looking at the whole justice system as a whole, you know, and, and trying to figure out, and, and he partnered with Jay-Z as well, too, uh, what Hope yeah. got in, in that project also. But talk yes. to me about the music. We're talking about championships last. That's the last right. one in our era um, right. for, for this particular time period in hip-hop. And right. you know, Championships was up for a Grammy nomination. I, I think it's, it is his, his magnum opus. It's his, his best yeah. work. He was hungry yeah. coming out of jail. And yes. he talked a lot about his pain, his experience. He talked about all right. that stuff on yes. championships. But then what he yes. also did, what I thought was clever, Chuck, and you as a producer, uh, right. come to it as a listen to music from a different lens. I listen to it as a, as a fan of the hip hop uh, culture, but you listen to it from a different perspective as a producer you listen to the beats yes. sounds and rhythms but talking about championships how's that talk to you as a producer about the the music the sonically how's it how's it resonate with you sonically like now i think uh, about some of the tracks is it re- reiterate your, your memory real quick it's got the, the intro joint uh yeah. trauma, which is a symbol of getaway from mob deep yes uh, on me with cardi b actually cardi b's dope yes. on me is actually one of her best verses what's b that that, that song's fine yeah. yeah what's free uh featuring jay-z and rick ross uh, respect the game, uh, which was with the Jay Z sample championships type right. song. Uh, going right. bad, I like that one with him and Drake. Twenty four seven LMA, which was an R and B kind of track. So yeah. talk to me about that, man. Talk to me about that, Chuck. About the the sonicness of championships of how you put that well together. Well rounded. It sound like an album that you know he was supposed to make. It was a beautiful amount of work. It was well thought of. The beats were perfect. The transitions in the music were perfect. Um, it was an album. It was actually the Meek Mill, Meek Mill album that I can listen to all the way through. Right, right. You know, every artist that I respect has an album like Life After Death. Like, um, you know, um, for me, uh, what was the album that Tupac had um, before All Eyes on Me? Uh, me Against the World. Me Against the World, yeah. Yeah. Me Against the World. That was an album I could listen to all the way through. Yeah. Um, it was the transitional point. 
You know what I'm saying? It was that transitional point where he felt the pain in what he was doing. He felt the pain of his wealth. He felt the pain of the, you know, the people backstabbing him. He felt the pain of uh, police brutality. He felt the pain of, he he felt those pains that if Tupac would have lived farther than his age, to me, he gives me, and and people may feel away by me saying this, but to me, he gives me young Pac vibes. Yeah. Yeah. He does. He gives me a Pac vibe, like had Pac lived on, Pac would have probably, you know what I'm saying, been, you know, because he had the movies and everything. Pac would have, but he, Meek Mill represents the closest to me that represents the, like, look, I don't give a fuck, you know, excuse me, I don't, I don't care, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't give, I'm, I'm going to give you, I ride bikes, I do this, I do that. And this is my life because they try to lock me down for so long and yeah. they try to really pin, yo, so I'm going to show you what freedom looked like. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, championships represented, you know, co-signing by Hove. The, the, it was the co-signing by The Rock. It was the co-signing yeah. by everybody. Rick Ross, he had, that was his pinnacle moment. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That was his moment where he was Meek Mill. I agree. You know I agree, man. And, and the, the, on the last song, it's called Cold Hearted uh, 2. And one of the lines he says was Derrick Rose in the 50 point night. I think that that pretty much culminates that whole entire album. You know, Derrick Rose right. going back and forth, being kicked around in the NBA. Then he drops 50 on him on one night. You know, like, and that's that's what Meek Mill feels like. And it, and it goes exactly, exactly right into your point, Chuck. But Chuck, we got to start wrapping things up, my brother. We got to yes, start sir. wrapping things up. Um, and how we have been doing that in all of season five, the transformation of hip hop, the years of 2010 to 2019 is with a hands up. Don't shoot salute to Dante Wright, the young brother that we lost, um, last year. So Chuck, if you could join me by putting your hands in the air for me one time, I'm going to say hands up. You're going to say, don't shoot. We're going to repeat that chant three times to keep his life and memory alive and all the others that we have lost due to social injustice in the United States of America. Yes, sir. One time, hands up. Don't shoot. Hands up. Don't shoot. Hands up. Don't shoot. Please don't shoot. Rest in peace, Dante. Rest in peace, man. And all the others we lost through the social injustice uh, in the United States. We got to do better. We got to do better. I still see the stories come in, you know, on the news. We got to get better, man. We got to, we got to, yes. we got to get better with this, man. But nonetheless, uh, Chuck Platinum making his fifth appearance back for the first time this season, my brother. It was good yes. to see my hip hop partner, Ron, man. But Chuck, Likewise, who your shout outs going to, family? Give me some shout outs for this week. My shout outs, first of all, because I'm at my mama love house, man. Shout out to my mom, Dukes, you know, in the building, playing her music in the background. She playing the Meek Mill championships in the background. She's dope. <laughs> she playing the Meek Mill chance classic. That's she went up. and looked for it and put that Meek Mill on there, man. Shout out to BACG. Shout right. out to my brother, Prince Newkirk, Uptown Nation. Shout out to Death Rose Records. Shout out to everybody that support me. Shout out to all my fan base, man. Real talk. Shout out to everybody that support the brand. Word. Shout out to, to the whole camp, Chuck. Shout out to you. Shout out to Chuck's mom. Got to be chance to meet Chuck's mom a little while ago. Shout out to my family as always. And uh, all of our fans, follow supporters. Hey, Ma, what's good? What's good, Ma? <laughs> How you doing? Good to see you. Just gonna see everybody going to see you. We love your son. 
He's a phenomenal talent. So thank you for raising uh, such a phenomenal young man. He definitely, definitely deserves my praise to you, ma'am. So I appreciate you. No, that's real. No, bro. That's real. Uh, man, shout out to family. Shout out to help. Um, and as always, you know, shout out to hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. next week we're gonna be talking about the one and only DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled's next week. So you all stay safe, stay humble, stay hip hop. I'll see you next week. All right, one number zero. Peace.